Welcome to that podcast, episode 99J. I'm your co-host, Joe Lindholm, along with Jason Shirley. Jason, t- uh, not, not, not today. Played kid. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Drive by truckers. Look out, mountain. Off of the album Dirty South. Which I was made. that a digital recording, Joe? Uh, this one was. Oh. However. No. Howevs. It arrived on vinyl yesterday. Mm. That's right. From local record store, waiting room records. Seventy-five oh. miles. It took ten days. <laughs> <laughs> I so, could have walked it to you. You could have, literally. But you're helping out the little guy, Joe. I, not, yes, I am, and I'm putting the uh, strain on the USPS, which is already strained enough. Eh. By the way, t- uh, side note, I Trump may... Trump doesn't think so. Eh, no, of course not. I may, tomorrow, uh, go to go to Wayne Room Records, maybe do a little curbside. A little oh, wow, look at you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I am So waiting. you're going to be I'm in not, my fair city, are you saying? I'm not waiting 10 days for uh, more, so. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll cost me less in gas than it would shipping. Sure. So it's just. Because that's a thing. Sure. And I get it quicker. So anyway, welcome in, kids. It's been a bit. Yeah. Nothing happened, right? Nothing happened while we were. Oh, not a thing. No, not at all. Uh, wait a minute. Everything happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> so, uh, except actual live sports. Um, right. But a side note to that, uh, real quick, uh, just to update everybody. Uh, KBO, your friends in good Korea, start May 5th. Ah. And it was revealed earlier this week that NASCAR, so if you like cars going fast, turning left, May 17th, right there for you. Hey, look they, at that. They, with no fans, but they're going to. Well, of uh, course. No, of course not. No, no. But they are going to, uh, yeah. So there you go. There's your live sports update. We had a draft, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, what'd you think? What, 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 what do you got? Uh, I, uh, I, it was fine. I, oh, you know, that was very wanny of you. I, I know. I <laughs> felt like wanny when I was saying it. Oh, oh. In fact, my mustache got a little thinner and got <laughs> cockeyed. Uh, I went out to look at the grades to see what uh, other media outlets were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I guess I'm kind of on par with them. Uh, Pro Football Focus gave him a B plus. USA Today gave him a B. Washington Post gave him a C plus. Uh, your friends at the New York Post gave him a C minus. They're Jets fans. What do they know? Well, you know what, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. but they said uh, that with our first pick, we now have ten tight ends. Yeah, but who cares? Like, I know <laughs> exactly. They're all going to get cut anyway. Like, exactly. But then what made me angry? And this will go. This will go right to the coach's heart. Sure. Um, they said there was a better cornerback out there than Johnson at the time. Um, they said there were better quarterbacks available, and then they didn't list any. So, yeah, they, you know, it's those are, the, money where your mouth is. those are the fucking arguments that I hate. It's I like, oh, well, they, they should have done this. Wait, what? The Give si- me an example. Right. The single, Tell me who. The Tell me why argument, it's a bad pick. The single biggest argument that drove me nuts, absolutely nuts, was this whole comparison of who would you rather have Khalil Mack and the Bears picks or the Raiders picks. Now let's get something straight first off. Right. The Bears needs and the Raiders needs are drastically different. Correct. Every team's needs is different. You cannot compare the two. It is Although apples we, we and did ident- we identified that every single team needs O line help. Yes. We did, we <laughs> other, did than that. That. other than that. Other than that, other than that, it's it's fine. But it drove me nuts. Just drove me nuts. I'm like, just give me Klomac. Who who has the best player? Is it Klomac? Yes. Then we yeah. won. Like it just, it just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Uh, well, it goes back to the whole uh, Family Guy scenario. Yeah, yeah. we could trade Khalil Mack and for more picks and maybe get somebody as good as Khalil Mack. There could be anybody, anything in that box, even a boat. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. You could have this yeah. boat or what's in this box. Oh, there could be anything in that box. It could even be a boat. That's that's the whole line, by the way. Yeah, that's that's the official bit. Right. Hey so, man, uh passing of Ryan Wet Night this morning. I heard that. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I heard he had cancer road. So yeah. that, that kind of blows. Um so back to the uh, Yeah, yeah. Back to not the not to just dust on somebody's oh, death, no, but no. so uh on the athletic to was put up today, let me see. Let me get it back up here to the top. This was put up April 27th, so a few days ago, as we taped this on May 1st. Uh, happy May Day, Jay, by the way. Um, yeah. So here's what The Athletic did. They went through and went, okay, we're going to make a number. So here's what it says. So it says, so let's project for 2020. Here we calculated the expected value each team earned on the pick and subtracted the capital of the pick using an equation that weighs the value of the team's selections, which is called capital, against the draftees' rankings in the consensus big board. So they had a a big board on their site where it listed everybody. We also take into account positional needs. If a team, for example, drafts a running back because he's the highest-ranked player on the board but then never plays that running back because there are five better ones on the roster, that wasn't a good pick. Most teams ended up over 100% return in the investment column because the positional need calculation gave them boosts, which means that some teams graded poorly – in other draft class rankings, still ended up net positive in value here, just not as positive as the other teams around them. So with that caveat, so thirty-two. We're looking at you, Green Bay. Thirty-two teams in the uh, in the old in the leg behind the shield. Where do you think the Bears ranked? Now keep in mind they did not have a first round pick and no fourth round pick, right? No, 18. no third third round pick, right? So they only had a few picks. You said eighteen. Yes, sir. No. Much lower. <laughs> Not last. 
Jesus. Uh, yeah. 27. 28. Man. Directly behind them, the Packers of Green Bay. <laughs> well, at least I have that. That's correct. We're better than the Packers. Yeah. Yeah. We don't suck as much. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, yo, if we lose every game but beat the Packers twice, that's a good year, my friend. Throwing 14 to throwing all against the Packers is a successful season, my friend. Daddy's right. Jesus Christ. Look what we've done. Um, so the equity, 92.7%, which is the average team. So the 16th team is 114.4%. Right? So they drafted better than what they had. Okay. And again, it goes back to the Bears didn't have a lot of picks, and they were late picks. So it's like, eh, you know, eh, 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 you know, and then it just is what it is, kind of thing, right? I it, my review of the draft is basically the same as yours. It's fine, like it's fine. Ah. It, it seems like Johnson is in the same boat that Eddie Jackson was in, right? It seems like it, right? Yeah, I guess. Great player, but injured mm-hmm. at some point in his senior year. You know, Eddie Jackson broke his leg at Alabama and still got he picked whatever, third, fourth, fifth round, whatever he was. And he should have probably, if he was healthy, would have been a first-round pick easily. Right. And I think that's the same thing with Jalen Johnson. I think he would have been a first-round pick had he not had shoulder surgery. What's tough for me is it's like, hey, on the good on the good hand, he had an injured shoulder before he went to college and had surgery on it, and right. then was able to play fine. Mm-hmm. So he should be able to have surgery on the other shoulder, yeah. which will be at least surgery number three. I think he already did. Yeah, yeah, no, and then be fine, fine to play for the Bear. But yeah. then, of course, on the bad hand, you're saying, well, that's at least three surgeries. Correct. He's already had three surgeries. So, so it's like... And when they interviewed him, he wouldn't say how many he's had. I believe it's come out he's had three. And we okay. could be wrong. Maybe it's more. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah, could and be and that's why he wouldn't share that. Yeah. But I don't know. And it... With taking Cole Komet, I don't have a huge problem with it, really, honestly. You, it, even though he's a domer? Even though he's a domer. Or the the, black, the navy blue and orange cures all, my friend. All right. That's right. It's Jimmy Graham. Wait, everything I hear Ooh. about Jimmy Graham, by the way, just all, all poop. Yeah. Just poop. So, yeah, good luck with that. Well, and, and see, and that goes back to the thing with Pace. Uh Trading those picks for Mac was a guaranteed thing. We've seen right. what he drafts, and it's right. like, mm-hmm. that's the and that's another point too in the uh, in the discussion about you know the Bears versus Raiders pick because if they if they don't make the deal now, not only do you not have Khalil Mack, but you have Ryan Pace making those picks. Yeah, like save yourself. <laughs> yeah, so you save, that. save yourself from yourself, right? Which is yeah. sad. Which is unfortunate. We shouldn't have an organization that's like that. No, but it seems. I mean, even back to Jerry Angelo when he would trade down, and I mean, the one thing you could say with him is he was the king of value picks. Yes, right. Yeah, 
So it made sense, but you're going to miss out on, you know, legendary yeah, players. For sure. That. For sure. Um, and then another uh, article on here, the NFL reporter. Let me find it. Hold on. Let me get up here. Jesus Christ. So much scrolling. Dane Brugler, uh, April 26th in The Athletic, put up an article. His favorite class is 1 to 32. Oh, boy. One, let's see, Chicago, no, not two, no, three, no. The thing is, it's kind of a long article because he, he, he lists their picks and then the favorite pick. Let's see, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. I feel like uh, Francesa, 11, right. 12, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. What comes next? Okay, good. 18, Jesus, I'm jumping, Moses, 22. Bears are 22, oh. my friend. 22, Ooch. and he says his favorite pick is Jalen Johnson. Okay. He says, I don't think Johnson has an elite trait, but he is a solid across the board and doesn't really have a fatal flaw as a cover man. He can play inside, outside, press, man, or zone, and he owns the mentality that can earn him a starting role in training camp. And I firmly believe that. I, I think he's the starting. He's a starter day one. Yeah. Um, day three but pick. But he doesn't help him at safety. So No, he does not. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, day three pick who could surprise is Travis Gibson from Tulsa. Hmm. Uh, apparently he has a tall center of gravity, um, but he can use energy and length that makes him tough to slow down. If the Bears coaches can get him to adopt more of a pass rush plan, he will end up outplaying his draft spot. That's what they say. Hmm. There you go. And the reason why we're going to get to safety in a minute is because they did make a couple of free agent signings in the last couple of days. Um, Ted Ginn Jr. Really? The former Speedy. I mean, he may still be Speedy. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. they, signed, they signed Ted Ginn Jr. And safety to Sean Gibson from the Texans. So they have another safety. Okay. They released him on Monday, one year into a three-year deal. And the Texans have no idea what they're doing, so this could be a really good thing for the Bears. Yeah. The Texans are just... Apparently Bill O'Brien so. is over sure. his, he's over his head. He is over his head. I have yet to see a GM head coach that's right. successful. Right. Right? Yep. I mean, you, you can name all the ones that, I mean, Holmgren wasn't when he was both. Right. Um, Dennis Erickson wasn't. Right. All right. I'm right. running out. I went too deep. That's, so right. that's all. Too, I have. too deep's fine. That's all. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading Kevin Fishbane's uh, summary of the uh, ah. of the picks here. With only right, two well. second round picks and then nothing until the fifth round, the Bears could only use the draft to find starters at two positions. They chose tight end and cornerback, to the absolute dismay of team safety and team offensive line. It's funny. Uh, I'm not sure how many people tweeted at me that they should have taken Antoine Winfield Jr. or Jeremy Chin instead of Cole Komet. Well. John Z, I imagine that someone like Gibson is a pretty good answer to the question, who will start at safety to Eddie Jackson? He's experienced, has ball-hawking traits, he has 23 career interceptions, and can cover tight ends. I remember Bears fans clamoring for Gibson in the 2016 offseason. Well, four years later, he's an easy solution to the deficiency at safety. No complaints, right? And then John chimes in. In general, you can't address every need in the draft, especially if you're looking for potential day one starters. It just didn't work out that way. The Texans signed Gibson to a three-year, $22.5 million contract last year. He lasted one year. His health is a concern. He was placed, on, he was placed on injury reserve on December 31st after reportedly aggravating a transverse process fracture in his back. 
that's something. But signing him is still a low-risk, high-reward move. Deion Bush is a fine player, but he's never been a full-time starter. Gibson brings plenty of experience to the Bears' defense, which should be outstanding again in 2020. I'd argue that if Gibson is healthy, he's a better fit than HaHa Clinton Dix. There you go. Okay. From Adam Johns himself. Yeah, um, it's funny that you brought up the uh, aforementioned Deion Bush. I was listening to the Bears-Packers game when the Bears won at home. Oh, yeah. held on by their fingernails. The, re- the replay on this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bush was the one that was playing safety when Rodgers was just picking him apart. Yeah, on the comeback, and it was like, oh. So I'm going to do one more read here, real quick about the yeah. Bears, and then we'll get to the new. Uh, well, do they think Ginn's going to be a kick returner? He's going to be like a speed receiver, kick returner guy. Yeah, I okay. guess so. I, I mean, three after Cohen. To right, return but, punts, to return punts anyway. Right. Kick return, yeah, it could begin. Sure. I wouldn't be against that at all. And I'm fine if he just takes a knee yeah, I'm every good. single time. Yeah, I'm I'd good. like to see that. Just don't fumble. That's all I ask. Yeah. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. All right, so uh, another article on The Athletic. Thank you to The Athletic, by the way. You guys are fucking unbelievable, as usual. Um, this one is by Mike Sando. This was put up a couple hours ago. He went through and, and talked to executives about each team's draft. So the Bears, here we go. This was the Bears' second and final draft affected by the 2018 acquisition of Khalil Mack from the Raiders. Chicago used the Raiders' second-round choice to select tight end Cole Komet. The Raiders used the Bears' first and third-round choices to take Damian Arnett and receiver Brian Edwards, respectively. Quote, these are not from Pace necessarily. These are from other executives, remember. Yeah, all right. Komet was our top tight end and my sleeper pick for the first round, an exec said. This was not a unanimous evaluation. (laughs) When you see Komet catch it in the seams or when he gets open, he does not have a lot of guys around him. He does not have explosive speed. He's an okay blocker. What you've got to have is the more instinctive receiver who can win one-on-one and fit with the offense you're trying to run. They have not had great success with tight ends there, meaning Chicago. I don't see the explosion from this kid and do not see him winning those matchups in the pass game. This evaluator was speaking specifically of trips formation where the tight end is isolated on the backside. Free to work against single coverage. And then, quote, this is why you paid Jimmy Graham in free agency. Komet is more the traditional why, but he is good enough as a receiver to play every down. That means Jimmy doesn't have to be every down. You're every down guy at this stage. The Bears used their second round choice on cornerback Jalen Johnson. They did not pick again to the fifth round, a span of 105 picks. Using a fourth-round choice to acquire veteran Nick Foles in March was part of the reason. So there you go. So uh, mixed at best. Yeah. Mixed at best. It sounds like he's wearing an Adam Shaheen suit. Yeah, I hope not. You know, I mean, <laughs> I oh, he's not. got talent and he's huge and it's great. And, well. Catch ball, fall really? down. Yeah, we we yeah, don't want no, that. We, we don't need that. No. No, any Titan can do that. So we'll see. It sounds like Gibson, Gibson, I don't want to say Gibson, but Gibson, might have been a really solid pick in the fifth round. But there's a reason he was in the fifth round. Like other people saw something, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But at any rate, uh, like I said, I think, we, I think we're in agreement overall that the Bears draft was okay. wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. And we have to see how it plays out. And that's how all these and, – and then, oh, my God. <laughs> I think, hey, did Vegas put up an over-under yet for this season? That's a great question. Because what I've seen is 6 and 10 for the Bear. Over, under, wins, NFL. Let's see. 
Well, this is April 16th. So this is before the draft, right? The Chicago Bears are eight and a half. Okay. Eight and a half. So 500 would be under. It's plus 100. So you just pay. You just get double what you paid. Uh, over sure. is minus 120. And I'm sure that it's more um, that that vig is going to be bigger here in Chicago. I would imagine once things open back up, because they're going to take a lot of bets on it. So they're going to try yeah. to make as much money as they can off the Bears. So I hate to say this, but six and ten sounds right. Hell, I don't even know I think, if they're going to play. I think Although they're. I, will t- oh, I think they're a five hundred. I think they're a five hundred team. Okay. One win either side of five hundred. So I would. Man, that's a tough bet to make. Eight and a half sounds about right. If I had to bet, if you put a gun in my head, I'd say under. But well, last year I thought ten and six, and they ended up eight and eight. So if I <laughs> well, think we eight all, and eight, we all and thought be six to ten. We all thought, yeah, be right. We all did. But anyway, go ahead. You were going to make a point. Oh, um, yeah. I heard today on one of the yackers that um, if college football cancels their season. Mm-hmm. The NFL is slotted to have a Thursday night game. Yep. As many as three Saturday night or Saturday games. Mm-hmm. There'd be a noon, a three thirty, and a seven thirty. Sure. And then Sunday and Monday. What they should do is cancel the Thursday night game. I agree. Get rid of it. Well, I, well if you're going to give I us three I NFL games on Saturday, boldly, but we would watch fucking Roly Boly. Yes, live. of course. Yes, but so. I can't be, raise evergreen. I can't be against it and then all of a sudden be for it. <laughs> well, like in the absence of anything else, you can. I'll give them. I'll give them this. The only teams I should play. And if I heard no buys, by the way, that's also huh. another thing I heard. The only way that there should be Thursday night football is if the team was on a buy the week before. Then you can have Thursday night football. I don't have a problem with it. Okay, but having teams play Sunday and then play again Thursday is malicious. Oh, agreed. Agreed. It's just it's malicious. It's 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 terrible. So they, they shouldn't but, do that. I mean, like the shield needs any more exposure, Correct. right? Right, right. But again, in a vacuum, hell yeah, there people. I mean, it's going to be the every game's going to be a Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I, to be to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I've not heard anything about a cancellation of college football yet. Not a right. No, 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 no. And this, I mean, again, all of this is conjecture. Man. Sure. I mean, it's. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's like, and I think we talked about this last podcast, is that every state has its own laws and rules. Yeah. So, you know, for example, Iowa, for example, right? Let's just yeah. use Iowa, not to, not to kick on the coach or anything, but. Right. Mm-hmm. Iowa's open, as far as I know, right? They're open. Yeah. They can have college football tomorrow, right? Uh, From what I understand, they can. Okay. They don't have social distancing. They don't have a stay-home order. They can play college football tomorrow, hmm. right? I, in theory, I, honestly, I. Yeah, I'll say I know th- that they. I, I know that they don't have a stay-at-home order. I'm not sure that they don't have social distancing. Okay. But theoretically, they could play, right? Whereas Illinois, they ain't playing. As it stands right now, like they're not playing. Right. Well, I mean, that's what uh, Tammy told us on the call on Sunday that mm-hmm. the mayor of LA said that there's not going to be any sporting events, any concerts, anything that would have a bunch of people until 2021. 
Um, yeah. I mean, you just laid that out there. That doesn't mean that they're not going to play in front of no fans. It just means they're not going to be fans. That's what it means, right? I would. That, I guess that's how I would interpret that. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting either way. And I still maintain, and apparently other things have come out in the last since our last podcast. Not so much confirming my July one guess, but somewhat corroborating it that they're working towards July first. Well, uh, the Dodgers actually did a cool thing. And I went to see what the Cubs, like, equivalent of this was, mm-hmm. and it was non-existent. Oh, so, but if you go to MLB.com, mm-hmm. Dodgers fans updates, it basically tells you it's like a frequently asked questions thing. Like, when will the season start? I have tickets to games in March and April. Right. What now? Right. I mean, all the way down the line. And what I was looking for specifically was the All-Star game. Yeah, that's and not how will the adjusted schedule affect All-Star Week? Major League Baseball's All-Star Week is not currently impacted by the delayed start of the season. That's wrong. Do you hear that? <laughs> That's wrong. Well, I... They're not going to do that. They're not going to have it. Uh, I know. I, uh, I understand. Uh, what, if that, what if that kicks off the season, Joe? What if you start the season with the All-Star Week? Who would play in the game? I I, I, I'm like, huh? oh. I mean, I I, in June, once I mean, once they decided how they're going to do all this, do they ramp up the voting then and have everybody vote? And I mean, here's the problem, too. Vote right? on last year's performances? I, I don't know. The problem here, too, is, again, you'd have to test everybody. Right, and you'd yeah. have you'd, you'd have to test them before they went to the All Star game. Sure, and probably there's people out there that need these tests more than they do. Okay, frontline workers, etc., etc., etc. I'm just telling you what I'm reading. No, no, I'm, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just debating it because I can't. I can't imagine they're going to do that. That doesn't mean they won't. I'm just saying I can't imagine shipping your most expensive players, your best players on your team and not playing for your team with this thing going on just seems foolish. Doesn't it? It does. Right? Like if you're Anaheim, uh, I mean, we have to go back. Anaheim, that's kind of a, they're right <laughs> next door. That's a bad example. Let's we say have you're, to go to all the contingencies and about how, you know, it may be. Yeah. I mean, when did you decide a four state, they said, I heard, what I heard was that they're going to do three divisions. Mm-hmm. The latest proposal that I've seen is three conferences, divisions, whatever, because there's 30 teams, so it makes sense. Divide them 10, 10, 10. Florida, Texas, and um, Arizona. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. You know, what that would entail, who knows? Who knows? I mean, they're going to... I'll say this, that the schedule as is constituted, I don't think they're going to play that. I think it's going right. to be well, something no. different. Yeah. You said that all along. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to do something different. was 100 games. Yeah, they're going to do it's something. It's going to be closer to it's going to be between like 82 80, and 90. Yeah, somewhere in there. And then I, if, if they're just going to do a circuit like that, then, you know, if they're just going to play at like three stadiums in each place, 
and play like three games a day or something like that. Okay, that's fine, right? I mean, they have to play five games a day, I guess, technically. So if you play, and if they go through and do a playoffs and a World Series, I mean, you could have two National Leagues playing teams yes. playing each other in the World Series. Yeah, you could, or two American League teams. Sure, for that yeah, that wouldn't break anything. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't break anything on our end. That'd be fine. <laughs> oh, be fine. Ugh. Hey, the the Bulls, Jay, have, a, have they? Well, before we jump oh, to the sure, Bulls, and I know that's why you call. That them, is why I call. Uh, the next draft we have is the MLB draft. Correct. And in March, uh, the league put this out to the Players Association that they were going to take it from 40 rounds to five mm-hmm. and add def- uh, add deferments to signing bonuses and have limited limited spending for undrafted players. And the, right. the league or the Players Association was like, all right, cool, whatever. So then the league comes back and says, yeah, um, how about we have 10 rounds? But for rounds six through ten, will be cut in half on what you could spend for each player, which is going to save like five hundred grand per club mm-hmm. by doing that. Right. And uh, players' association nope that hard. Nine. Said, yeah, we we are not doing right, that. Right, right in the monocle. So uh, they're going to have to hustle because the earliest that they could do the draft is. June tenth, right. but they could push it back to as late as July twentieth. Right. And I can't imagine if they're looking at actually trying to play in July that they would want to be doing the draft. Right, I gotta think around not. the same time. I, think but make, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they do the draft. Well, I know they do the draft now during the season, so I mean, it's not. Well, I know, yeah. but I, I'm. Just, I guess I'm. I'm saying if you're trying to ramp everything else up and do that at the same time. True. I don't know. Seems very uh, strenuous on your infrastructure. How about that? Uh, Big Agreed. Words. Hey, I like that. Big Those words. Two dollar words. That's right. Um. All right. It's time. All right. Let us discuss the boo. The boo. Uh. They have hired a general manager. Mark with a C. Mark with a C. Eversley. Um. And the C is for Canada. It is. He's the first black GM in the history of the franchise. Mark Eversley. He's Canadian. He's a former Nike store manager who clawed his way up the corporate ranks. His eye for talent came later, but was predictable to anyone bothering to pay attention to the six foot eight man scouting in the front row. <laughs> He's six eight. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hard to blend in. Yeah, it's pretty hard to blend in. Uh, so Arturis Karnasovas uh, picked him out. I heard a quote by, uh, by uh, we're going to call him AK now. Uh, Saying that Eversley, um, they think alike. They think alike. They're just basketball junkies. That's what they said. Is that okay. he's? They're on the same page. Um, they they share similar similar thought processes. So that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Unfortunately, Eversley a protege of former executive Brian Colangelo. So uh, <laughs> uh, you're all right. Yeah. Mm, Jerry. You smell that? Yeah, I do, Jerry. I can't believe he's that tall. I just read that he's six eight. Good lord! But anyway, well, and what's funny is that with the, you know, the last dance going on right now. Yes, the whole Bulls front office, Bulls no stars want to come play there mm-hmm. be, because of the image that goes all the way back to Krause, right? Um, and Reinsdorf. In fact, wasn't it Barkley that? Called Reinsdorf out, saying, yes. you know, Krause is dead. You're trying to throw all this on him. Right. But 
you were it was just, your fault. Yeah, just as bad. Right. Yes, um, true. So, do you think by going with an African American general manager, it's kind of like, hey, look, we're not the same old white guys that are doing this? Because I mean, it went Kraus, Paxson, Foreman, right? Yes. So, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. I mean, is it a. I just want the best guy. I'm, like, did his race play a part of it? Could have. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even going there. I'm just trying right. to say, as far as optics go, right? It's like, hey, you know, this is the new team that we've got sure. in the front office. Um, don't worry about the old, it old could. guys. Yeah, it could play. Hundred percent could have played a role. Um, but I, I honestly think that they just picked. Kernivus thought AK thought that it was the best guy for the job. Had to have been. It's my guess. And then they talked about well, the front office has been very hush hush about Jim Boylan. By the way. Oh yeah. They're like, well, you know, we want to meet him. And da, da, da. But, they they want to yeah. see how he operates before they fire him, which is dumb. Just fire him. Oh like, yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> like, look at the record. And look at he he's already lost the locker room. Oh, yes. So there's no, I mean, there's no reason to keep him other than it buys you time to look at other people. And Boylan is such a part of the Garpax optic, right? Oh. He's such a part of that. Yeah. He, he, if you really want to make a clean break, you get he has to go. And he's not a very good coach, to be fair. To be fair, he yeah, should sure. be fired anyway. True. So it's like, I mean, granted, yeah, his team isn't the best. I'll give you that. But my God. Hey, have you heard who's rumored? I have. Uh, yes. Who do you who you got for uh, me? Adrian Griffin is the biggest is the name that keeps popping up. I had him and Udoka yeah. as yeah. as the two. Griffin played with Carnosos at Seton Hall. Right. Um so he, he may be the I think he's gonna be the guy if Dude, I mean but again, this is if you went to Central Casting and yeah. said, give me the Jerry Reinsdorf guy, Jerry. it would be Griffin. I would think so, right? right? He was a bull. He played for the He boot. was an assistant. It's for, uh, Scotty Skiles in Milwaukee. Correct. And then he was an assistant under Tibbs for five years. That's right. So, I mean, in Reinsdorf's mind, he, he's already the guy. He's got to be, right? But, again, if you hire that guy, then you're perpetuating the whole thing. Right. So... Right. But again, I'm not saying he's a bad guy because of all that stuff. It's just that it's it's so bulls. Yeah, that that would happen. Yeah, I mean, and they Griffin Griffin has uh, Griffin oh. has <laughs> Griffin has a dozen years of coaching experience. He's coached in Milwaukee, Orlando, and Oklahoma City, and he has a reputation. He's a good reputation with young players, which is the complete opposite of the way the Bulls have operated the last 10 years. And this is true. And because he was at the knee of red asses like Skiles and Tibbs, right. he, he probably isn't one, right? I would guess normally not. guys get guys to balance themselves out. Correct, yeah. Because Boylan is a super red ass. I mean, clung time out with 20 seconds left and down 10. Like, what do we... What's the what do you what teaching moment are you having there, right? Something to build on, Joe. Oh my God, gross. 
for the future. <laughs> just like, uh, I still, I cannot wrap my head around why he's still the head coach. Because there's no reason to get rid of him right now. I guess so. But there was no reason to get rid of Garpax either. By that logic. I mean, if they're, if they're going to pay out his contract anyway, you might as well have him doing stuff, right? Get rid of, I guess, but I mean, like... Yeah, but I what's mean, he really doing? I mean, right. the players hate What could he possibly not... be doing to yeah. benefit anything right now? True. Other than yelling at his I, I'm kids. Guessing, I'm guessing in the next couple of weeks this is done. It's right? got to be. Oh, Maybe they'll be. wait till the end of the season? Wait till they officially call it? Oh, that's another thing, too. Yeah. Uh, NBA owners are, are like 50-50. They're battling with each other on whether to continue the season or not. The big market teams want to play. Yeah. The small market teams. For the teams, TV revenue, right? Right, exactly. The local TV revenue. The small market teams do not want to play. They've already lost enough money. They just want to put a blanket on it, finish it, move on to 2021. They, they do not want to play again. Excuse me, there's rumors that one team has lost $50 million. Oof. Which I don't know. Again. You can't trust any numbers coming from owners, as a rule. Right. Um, they're like wrestling promoters, really. They carry two sets of books, as a rule. But, um, yeah, the small market teams don't want to play anymore. They're done. They want to be done. So, take that for what it's worth. My guess is the big teams will end up winning, because you got to follow the money. Yeah. But I can't, again, I can't even imagine when you would start training camp. Like, or some of them, the league has allowed some of the teams to open their facilities today, by the way. I don't know if really? you know that or not. Yeah. In no. states where it's legal to reopen their facilities. Which would be an undue advantage. Probably. For those teams, right? Like Orlando, Miami, because Florida's open, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, the Hawks, not that there are any big shakes. Atlanta's, I mean, Georgia's open pretty much. Um. Yeah, that was the thing that well, came out the other day. And now this is something. This is going back. Uh, I and this article just stuck out to me when you were talking about Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, the governor's statement, I guess, from what I remember from reading it this morning, was saying that um, like the metropolitan areas are still under social distancing, right? But you know, the rest of the state can. You yeah, know, I mean, go back to the soft open. If I mean, you will. if you look at you know states like New York and Illinois, the vast majority of cases are in Chicago and New York, respectively. Yeah, vast majority. Which is I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I mean, just I'm saying it's so. We just right. So there's and, talk, you know, like there's I've heard stuff where they'll Chicago will have to do what they got to do, but. The other counties might be able to do stuff like I, I don't know. You know, it's weird. It's just it's just odd. This whole situation's odd. It is. Um, but affected today, it's uh, it's mask wearing time. It is, and I've been wearing masks the whole time. I know you have, so anyway, it's not because you're a good sure. you're a good citizen. That's right. But um, yeah, I don't go I don't go into a store yeah. without a mask on. And that's the whole. I mean, and that's the only thing that the latest. And then somebody mandate. I, I read something on Twitter, and this I hate to go COVID talk real quick, but Coach. somebody on Twitter said, 
small business should be allowed to open. Why are store why are big box stores allowed to be open, but small stores aren't? To which I replied to him, put a hundred people in a target and put a hundred yeah. people in a small store. Yeah. Like don't be dumb. There's your answer. That's the answer. Like, don't be an idiot. Anyway, I digress. But yeah, there's uh so the, this article published today in the in the athletic, again hitting him back a little bit. Um states like Houston, Dallas, Utah. They can all go and practice today. Or next Friday, excuse me. It's the 8th, May 8th. My my apologies. But LeBron can't. Kawhi Leonard can't. Giannis can't. So that's the problem, right? And this is the problem yeah. college football is going to run into. It's the same. It's the exact same problem. And it's the problem that the entire country is going to run into. What if I'm a star player on an NBA team and I say, yeah, you want me to come to practice? Fuck you. I'm not going to risk my life to yeah. do that yeah. it's not yep. worth it yeah what are you gonna do find me right not pay me cut me right exactly <laughs> come on right i mean it just opens up so many more problems that's why there needs to be a definitive answer on all of this like the sixers for example play their games in philadelphia or in pennsylvania where restrictions are being let up a little bit but they practice in new jersey where they're still very much in place so it's like it's like, oh, God. So there's a list here of every team and the stay-at-home orders attached to each team. So, um, See, this is where the NBA just needs to step up and say this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Somebody's got, somebody has to – right. Yeah, the NBA has to – and that's the thing. That's the difference between the NBA and, and college teams. Yeah. The NBA has the final say in all this. Oh, yeah. Right. They can just go, look, here's what we're going to do. June 1st, everybody can go back to work. Because all these stay-at-homes, like here, here's April, thir- April 30th for Arizona, California until ended by the governor. So it's so it's so there's no end date to it. Right. Colorado, May 8th. D.C., May 15th. Florida, May 4th. Excludes Miami. Um, Georgia, April 30th. Illinois, May 30th because that's, you know, it looks like we have the latest one other than ones without a date. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be up in the air what they're going to do. But my my hope is that they don't play again, that they just chalk it up. It's over. Let's focus on 2021. That's what I think they should do. Because, mm-hmm. again, you're not – you have to think what's the benefit. Do Does the benefit outweigh – the negative. Well, I think you know what the benefit is. Money. Yeah. Clearly. And the negative is Death. life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So it's like, uh, is making $5 million equitable to five people on your team getting it and let's say one of those five dying? Right. I mean, nobody's died in the NBA from it because everybody's super healthy, right, as a rule. That's what. You know. Right, but again, it's who did they come in contact with? Correct. Before yeah. they knew they had it's, it. It's not about the player. Yeah, it's not what this is about. In the end, it is. I mean, you know, but I mean, like all these stay-at-home things is not. It's not about you. It's about everybody else. But you have to assume that you have it, and if you assume you have it, then you can't be around anybody else. Right. One of the biggest memes on Facebook, and then we'll get back to sports in a minute here, Coach. <laughs> uh, was look if I'm naked and you're naked 
and I pee and I pee on you, you're going to get sopping wet. If you're wearing jeans and I'm naked and I pee on you, you're going to get a little bit wet, but your body's not going to get wet. If we're both wearing jeans and you pee, you're the only one that gets wet. That's the equation. (laughs) So wear your mask. Right. Yeah. Wear a mask. Yes. At any rate, all right. So back to the old sports aru. Yeah, sports aru. Um, so we think Griffin's the guy because, yeah. again, he came out of the Bulls factory. Uh, mm-hmm. Udoka coached under Pop. Yep. So that's cool. He would have certain. He would I don't know cer- much else. About he would certainly him have than that. some cachet, maybe with some players. That's also possible. True. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think I think they can't go wrong either way. I still think it's going to be Griffin. Yeah. Just because of the ties with, with sure. AK, but I'm going to call him AK because rather than try so to fight through his last name, I'm sure it's Arturus, Arturus Karnasovas. I believe that's correct. So I have to some remember to put say it that way. in there, exactly. but you know, that's some people. Correct. Karnasovich, whatever, but yeah. So we've had the NBA, we have the NFL draft, which is talking about NBA. NHL has announced um, something, Jay. They've been, uh, they've been chatting it up. The NHL and NHLPA about what to do. Uh, right now, they're they're instituting a stay at home. Uh, they they're extending it, I should say, till the end of May. But then, uh, let's see. Let me find the terms. They call it Phase Two. They're currently in Phase One, Jay. Phase two would be some sort of training camp workout scenario. Then obviously stage three or phase three would be money. (laughs) That's what it would be. Okay. Um, They're hoping to start phase two June 1st. But yet another league that should just, just stop. (laughs) Just let it go. Sure. Let it go. Start in 2021. Let it go. And the the discussion amongst hockey fans is that, well, they're not going to be a Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, but everybody's going to be alive. So let's focus on the positive here. They're really wanting to hand the cup out. They do. They really want to. Um, you know, there's talk of, oh, this, we are talking about another big hockey thing that happened over the last couple of days. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, John McDonough, he got fired. Shown the door. Yeah. Which I, I don't, didn't realize what a red ass that guy was. Yeah. I mean, he comes across as Uncle Uncle John, but he really right? probably isn't. And the problem is this, too, right? The guy they should have fired is Stan Bowman. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting readjusted here in my chat. There we go. Stan Bowman should have been <gasps> fired a long time ago. I mean, he's the one that negotiated the contracts. Now, did McDonough approve him? Probably, yeah. But they're in the situation because of the contracts negotiated by Stan Bowman. Right? That's sure. They're in such a cap crunch right now. And it's, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure McDonough had to approve him, I guess, but my God, like, just like, they're just so, they're, Fucked. Like, you know, you're paying your top two guys ten and a half million apiece through 2023, which is I don't really have a super problem with it because they're at the end of the contract they're going to be 34 and 35 respectively. So that'll be done. You know, they won't get another big contract after that. 
you know, Saad's making six. The problem is on the blue line, you know, where granted they got some relief from the cap because Seabrooks had three surgeries. Like this thing could have happened soon enough for Brett Seabrook. Right. You know, and he's making almost $7 million a year. I can't imagine mm-hmm. he's going to play again. Like I know there's a there's the warrior in these guys, but and you had you're having both hips and a shoulders worked on, or is it both shoulders and a hip? No, I think it's both hips. I mean, come on, man! Like, don't you want to? Isn't there a quality of life you want? You want to keep your swerve. Yeah. Speaking of quality of life, there is a I think it's tonight an E60 with about Alex Smith. Okay. I've heard grisly things about it. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you remember he broke his leg. Yes. Right. He had subsequent staph infections. Mm. And his leg looks horrific, apparently. Then what was all this conjecture about him actually being the quarterback for the Bears? I don't know. You remember, you remember hearing yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he's Nagy's guy and blah, blah, he, blah. From what this, from what I heard on the Catman today while I was out for my drive, no shat. This guy should not be playing football. Like he, he, he would arguably never pass a physical. From what? Like, was it like some weird flesh eating thing? He, I think it was. Sta- I think he had two staph infections, Ugh. and his leg is like. I don't want to call it mangled because I haven't seen it, but. I mean, it's it's not good. <laughs> mm. The dude should not be playing football, period. But he's okay. you know he's doing all the rehab and trying to come back and trying to play football again. But I mean, it's like Zach Miller, right? Yeah. Like, same kind of thing. Where he could have lost his leg, mm-hmm. he's lucky to have it, right? And if he's, if you're lucky to have your leg, go have your leg. Yeah. <laughs> like you've made your money. Just go home. Thank you for your service. Go home. Start looking for your coaching. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you want to start learning under the Andy Reid tree, because he's you know he's your guy. Great. Go for it. But you cannot play football again, bro. (laughs) No. No. Stop it. It sucks. I mean, it blows. But but in the end, he's got a family, and he's got you know. I mean, not to sound like Jr. By God, he's got a family. Um, there's a quality of life there that needs to happen, and right now he's not at it at all. So, yeah, so that's going to be an E60, I think, tonight or tomorrow, they said. Okay. But it's quite gruesome from what I hear. So, Hey, did you check out that Parks and Rec spectacle? No. I've not seen not? a single episode of Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. I'm that guy. Not because, right. not because of anything else. It just I right. No, I hear you. Even being home, I don't. Nah. We'll talk about the, uh, internet stuff, but oh, okay. I'm I'm I, I'm still just basically streaming episodes of Good Eats. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Like I'm, I sit. I I go for my. Here's my daily routine. I go for my drive. I come home. I get a coffee. I fire up the TV. Put Good Eats on. Doesn't matter what season. Doesn't matter what episode. And I sit on Twitter and, and social media for a couple hours, just sitting in the chair, just chilling. All right, that's my day. And then I start it's work. Time to work. I start work at three. I work till midnight. I go to bed. 
<laughs> like that's it. And the weekends, uh, I don't know. This weekend, I may have to. I got some errands to run, which I may, I may be in normal, or I may be going the complete other way up to Chicago. We'll see. All right. Well, if you're in the uh, the neck of the nape, yeah, give me a holler. For sure. I was thinking about it. By the way, here's a side note for all you people out there, all our, all our all our listeners and stuff. What if just plain devil's advocate here? What if? We had chairs in your backyard more than six feet apart, say 10 feet apart. We each brought our own coolers outside. We had a Bluetooth radio that we could sync up with, and we could just sit in the backyard, hang out, and do it that way. I, um, and I would never I be in legal. Your, I would never be in your house. If I had to pee, I would find some place to do that. I believe that's legal, my friend. Sounds like it. Just saying. It's a possibility. It's throwing it out there. Wouldn't even be in the house. We'd have separate coolers. We'd have our own thing. I'm planning these things, Jay. This is what I think about at night when I go to bed. Hey. <laughs> I'm glad somebody is. I know, right? So, oh man, clock on the wall, Jay. Looking at my Gucci. Yeah, man. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode of It's That Podcast. Uh, we are on the Facebooks, www.facebook.com slash it's that pod. We're on Twitter. I am at Triple Lindy's. Jason is at J the letter. The letter. Sleet Shirley. Uh, we, you can email us, joe at it's that podcast.com or jason at it's that podcast.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and now Alexa, just by saying, hey, Alexa, play it's that podcast through the playing app. Rate, review, and subscribe don't cost nothing. Just click, 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 and five stars right there. Boom. It helps out a lot. Stay safe, peeps. Some yeah. Craziness out there today. Don't uh, pee on people. Yeah, don't do that. Please don't do that. Wear your jeans. That's right. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Miss that podcast. Fuck the back.